How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help the Over 40 crowd fight the aging process without giving up their social life. In this episode, it's actually part two or three of an interview I did with Carrie Wojo, a clinical nutritionist and her company, Path to Health. If you wanted to catch up, go back to the previous episode. But in this episode, we dive deep into what is liver health? What does the liver do? How do you reverse any damage done to the liver? And also some symptoms that will show if your liver is in distress. So if you're like me and obsessed with liver health for the damage we do usually on the weekends, then stay tuned. Well, so Carrie, uh, let's uh, move on to the next episode. We wanted to talk about the liver, that being the metabolic powerhouse organ in your body. And I'm sure most Western society is just pretty much destroyed this organ over the last hundred <laughs> years. But uh, let's hear your take on it. Yeah. So, okay. When I was in school, when there was a joke on on tests. They would go, if you don't know the answer, just say the liver. Yeah. And, and it's because... <laughs> The liver does so many things. And so it could, nine times out of 10, it could be a liver issue. So the liver, people don't, I don't think, understand the liver. They understand that when they drink, they're beating their liver up. But I don't think anybody knows what that actually means, right? So the liver is our filter. It's one of our filters. The kidneys are are our other filter. But the liver is your filter. So I always tell people, if you you don't keep your liver flushed out, it's going to get gunked up, just like your oil filter in your car, right? So not only does the liver filter everything we put in our mouth, but it also makes hormones. It makes anti-inflammatories. It metabolizes cholesterol and fat so we don't get cellulite and visceral fat in that upper belly. It makes helps us make melanin, which is our skin pigment and moisturizer. So people that are really dry all the time, I'm like, it's your liver. Your liver is not healthy, so therefore you have dry skin. Of course, there's external stuff too. Your liver makes histamine and antihistamine. So people that have allergies, it's a liver issue, nine times out of 10. People that have sinus issues, a lot of the time it's their liver. And and so there's a lot of things that people don't know to correlate with their liver. But for me, it's fascinating because the liver just has a huge job. The liver sits right next to the gallbladder and the liver makes bile and then it stores it in the gallbladder. And so whenever people get their gallbladder out, I'm like, that means your liver wasn't happy in the first place. Now we really need to take care of your liver so you don't get a fatty liver. Because I can't tell you how many times people come in and go, I have a fatty liver and I had no indication. My doctor never mentioned that I was heading in that direction, never had any symptoms that I knew were liver related. And they tell me what their symptoms are. And I'm like, yes, I, I would have known that. But the, the the average person doesn't know because they're not taught that. And Well, they just you know, look at liver enzymes on the blood report, too. That's a that's one sign, but that's not all of them. It's not all, because a lot of people that have high cholesterol or fatty liver or whatever, their liver enzymes are fine. Or if their cholesterol is high, which means their liver is not processing it right, the doctor gives them a statin. It's too, your, your cholesterol is too high. And so their liver never gets the love and support that it needs. Mm-hmm. It just stays gunky. And so it's it's a little difficult and frustrating sometimes because I'll tell people we need to work on their liver. And they're like, no, no, I'm just here to lose weight. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, There we go. But... There's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, but if you don't get that fat burning mechanism working properly, and if we don't reduce your carbs, you're never going to go into fat burning mode. And so the liver, I always tell people like, there are really easy things you can do and there are really easy things you can do to screw it up too. So of course, not enough water, too much alcohol, too many medications, screw up your liver. Then there are really easy things like celery juice and lemon water and milk thistle and beets and Brussels sprouts and broccoli and what, which one did I miss? 
I can't remember. But anyway, there's there's lots of things you can do for your liver. But once the liver gets so gummed up that you're to the point that you're like, oh my gosh, my liver needs help. Now we got to do even more. I, I have people do liver cleanses, nothing intense or in dangerous or whatever. But it's it's like now you got to give it time. I mean, I, I've given my liver so much grace because I know that I have screwed it up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You I've got 30 years so to make up. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like when you screw up in a relationship, you got to work at that crap to <laughs> earn its trust back to have it forgive you. Right. So I just, the liver is my favorite. And, and I see uh, the other thing that the liver, a bad liver causes is constipation. And, mm. and I have clients that have been constipated for 80 years, literally 80 years. They're 80 years old, have had issues their entire life and they want to, feel better now and I'm like well it depends on what you're willing and able to do so that's that's a tough one because I understand that problem and it's not a quick fix it depends on all the different variables of whether they've taken antibiotics whether they've taken probiotics whether they eat the things that give the prebiotics for the unhealthy gut so yeah what I remember talking to someone I don't remember their credentials but they were we were talking about the liver and I was, I was on the way to a Vegas trip, well, worried about my liver and how I kind of watch it and have to pay back and everything. But yeah. she was telling me that the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the food we eat is so much more taxing on the liver than your little couple spouts going off on the weekends. I was like, really? So the next day I went and bought Mountain Spring water from Sparklets, huh. air purifier, I'm not there yet. And then food, <laughs> I started switching over to Sprouts, just to give my liver that extra break. But how, how much of that do you believe in? I totally believe it. I yeah. totally believe it. It's funny. Somebody told me recently, the liver is so powerful. Like we don't give it enough credit. And I'm like, yeah, but we also don't give enough realization to the fact that things that we do daily are screwing up our liver. NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, they actually deplete glutathione, which is the chemical, if you will, that helps our body detox. So when we drink, oh, sorry, and I didn't say this, when we drink too. So alcohol and, and pain pills, yeah. they deplete our body's ability to detox. So now we've kind of pissed off our liver and gotten rid of our body's ability to detox all of that crap. So a lot of people go, well, how long does it take for alcohol or whatever to get out of the body? And I'm like, eh, it's not that simple because if you can't detox, it's not give it 24 hours. It's not drink some celery juice. It's we need to replace selenium and B vitamins and zinc and N-acetylcysteine to give your body the building blocks to make glutathione so that your detox pathways can work. Yeah. So well, that's why when people say, I know what to do and I know I just need to do a little detox after, I'm like, maybe, I hope that helps. But if it doesn't, it's because of. Yeah. But then you, ha you have the individual who are like, well, I want to I wanna start getting that a little healthier. And then you start going through all this stuff. One, they're eating the worst type of food. They're eating, drinking tap water or whatever, even worse, maybe. And then they're getting no sun. They're vitamin deficient. They drink all day and they take NSAIDs. Like, you're like, all right, you don't have to give up everything. I mean, it'd be nice to, but you got to give your liver a break and go through some of that stuff and, right. and work with them. Yeah. So it's cool because some people, if they just add in aloe vera or lemon water or maybe a liver supplement, they can get some really good results. But the ones that don't and then the ones that are like, not losing any weight. I'm doing the things you told me, but I'm not losing weight. I'm like, all right, we need to do something more. So I don't typically recommend intermittent fasting for women because we're mm -hmm. so hormonally and metabolically complex. But what I will recommend is like 
a modified one or two day fast where they do bone broth and they do aloe vera juice and they do, I call it a digestive tea. It's apple cider vinegar and lemon water and honey. And all. So they're not deprived. They're not just like doing a water fast. They're doing, they're giving their digestive tract, their liver, their kidneys and their pancreas a break, but they're also taking in things that are going to help with inflammation and, and helping them catch up on the backlog of yeah. crap that that they're that builds up in the body because the stuff we eat drink and breathe and touch and put on our skin and all of that just burdens our body we live in such a toxic world i always tell people if we could go back 100 years i could i could have gotten healthier everybody could get healthier in a lot shorter time but because we just we think we're eating healthy things we think that tap water is no big deal we think that purified water is good there's all of these things like they think melatonin is good there's all these things that we're told are good. And, and that's the confusing and frustrating part about nutrition and health and wellness and all that is there's so many conflicting opinions. There's what worked for one person doesn't work for another person. And so you're just kind of shooting in the dark, trying to take care of that liver and to take care of your body. Yeah. And just over the last 40 years of my life, I've just, I've just seen how, how different everyone's body chemistry is too. But that's, that's when I'm talking to my audience, I'm telling them maybe one thing doesn't work, but you don't give up. You just keep searching. Everyone's different. Something will work. And yeah. we only know so much about our bodies at this current century. Imagine how much we'll know in 500 years too. So, you know, we, we got with what <laughs> yeah. we're working with here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think in this new year, I'm kind of encouraging my clients to be really honest with themselves. Like I have some clients that know that alcohol is a problem for them, not meaning they're alcoholics, but just that it causes more issues for them than they want to admit because they don't want to give it up. I have one lady that has fibromyalgia and she's tried everything and, and she went to nutrition school for six months and all this stuff. And she, she, I went to see her because she can't leave her house. And she said, it's my wine, but I'm not giving up my wine. And I was like, okay, well, that's like, that's your choice. Like now, you yeah. know, now you know, there's nothing more I can do. And you're going to you. have to give up everything else that we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I gave up gluten, I wanted to die. I mm -hmm. hated giving up gluten. It was my favorite thing in the entire world, but it was making me so, I was in pain all the time. I had these weird things on my arms that were ugly. I, my intestines burned all the time. Like you have to be willing to give up the things that are making you sick. And so many things are making our liver sick. And, and yeah. it's funny, a lot of people have food sensitive, me being one of them. And a lot of it comes on by stress. A lot of it comes on by digestive dysfunction. A lot of it comes on by liver dysfunction. Wow. If your body can't metabolize fat, if it can't break food down into its smallest components, your body's going to go, what is this? What is this? This I, I don't know what to do with this. It's not broken down. And so our bodies tend to go, maybe we don't like this. Maybe we don't need this. And so then we create these antibodies or this histamine or whatever it is. Our body starts reacting to food. And we're like, what the heck? I've been eating this food for years and years and years, never had an issue. And now I'm having an issue. Well, it's oftentimes because your liver is finally liver. to the breaking point. There we go. Well, Carrie, how can my audience work with you, get in touch with you? Do you have a website, social media handles, I'm assuming? I do, I do. So the best way to get in touch with me is my, my well, I always tell people, go to my website and read my, my story and my testimonials and stuff. They kind of like, because it's inspiring. It's hope inspiring, right? 
My website is pathtohealthoc.com, P-A-T-H-T-O healthoc.com. And uh, I'm on Yelp. I've got a bunch of great reviews on there. Path to Health. That's not, not so great on the social media. That's yeah, my goal. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Well, cool. That. My audience always knows I'll put those links in the podcast description. But I'm assuming you you work with people remotely. I don't know you. if you even have brick and mortar anymore, but. I do. Um, this is my office. I'm in my okay. office. Okay. But yeah. obviously through Zoom and all that. So people from all around the U.S. could could work with you. Do you have any group coaching or are you just more one-on-one? I'm I'm one-on-one or couples. I, I'm doing a lot of public speaking lately, but no, no group coaching at the moment. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being on my show. And we'll probably get you on in the near future again. Love it. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Hey, everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would to be going to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.